0: Guys, it's here. It's finally here. I've been wanting to do this episode for a long, long time now. See, this movie is one of my favourite Indiana Jones movies ever. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which was made in 1989 by the same creative team and starring the same stars of the first two indie movies. Of course, this movie has everything that excites me, all packed into a thrilling yet thought-provoking action-adventure movie. It's got Arthurian legends, a Middle Eastern setting, Sean Connery, Harrison Ford, mysteries spanning centuries and disparate lands, fun action scenes, witty characters. Why, I could go on and on about this movie. Now, I'm really excited to do it today. Here on Enjoy the Movie. And, of course, here, uh, of course, to celebrate John Z. June, uh, I'm going to be uh, revisiting last crusade and i'm also going to be comparing it to the other two indie movies that we covered on enjoy the movie in the last couple weeks and uh yeah so yeah many people like raiders of the last Ark. i like raiders of the last Ark, and it's often recognized as one of as the best indiana jones movie i could see why but last crusade is the one that does it for me i think and we'll talk about why that is and much more today on enjoy the movie again, everybody. My name's Tony, and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we'd love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. So, on here on this show, we'll be doing uh, Jonesy June throughout this month, as we marathon through every Indiana Jones movie, from Raiders of the Last Ark to Dial of Destiny, which will be out at the end of this month, if you're living in Australia. And, of course, today we're looking at the third installment, which, of course, I feel that it's my personal favorite Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, the movie sees the return of uh, Steven Spielberg as a director, and Harrison Ford, alongside uh, John Rhys-Davies, also return as Indiana Jones and Salah, respectively. Now, here in this movie, uh, it's set in 1938, and Indiana Jones has, uh, has to go find his father, who's been kidnapped by Nazis uh, during his search for the Holy Grail. And, of course... This also means that, because of this, the two of them not only have he not only has to save uh, his dad, who by the way is called Henry Jones, and he's played by Sean Connery. yeah, that's right, <laughs> it's Sean Connery, but in the process, they also wind up looking for the Holy Grail and uh, coming across uh, old faces as well as new ones and uh, it's a really cool adventure, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> And of course, you know, I'll just get this out of the way. Uh, I really like Harrison Ford, once again, as Indiana Jones. You know, I like it because he, what I like here about him is that he's very consistent um, as in his, in his performance as Indiana Jones. You know, usually, like typically some people, some actors would kind of like, the more they play a role, the more they kind of get bored with it and you know, they become less interested in doing it. And as a result, the performances can sometimes suffer. Now, one of those is you know like I don't, uh, I'm not going to draw any examples, any particular examples, but we definitely. So, you know, Harrison Ford has been able to maintain this sort of dry, you know, witty but also, you know, no nonsense, um, personality and feel, which I really like. You know, I admire. You know, he's been he's been doing this for the uh, for you know about eight years now. You know, it's like the franchise had been going, it's 1981, 1989. Yeah, so it's about eight years, so you know, it's been a while. He's doing it for a long time. So, yeah, the fact that he's able to stay in character for so long, you know, it's definitely uh, admirable on his part. And Indiana Jones, I really like this, but here we focus more, you know, it's not simply Indiana Jones going on, you know, like, okay, I'm looking for the grail because, you know, I don't want to, because, you know, we don't want the Nazis to go get it and, you know, stuff like that. Now, now, that's cool. But here, I feel like it's more to just him going after the grail. It's a personal adventure, if you will. Like him trying to, you know, not only find his father, but also reconnect with him and sort of try and restore that relationship, uh, that relationship between the two of them. And, of course, throughout the movie, you know, he comes across these moments that make him question his, you know, spirituality, whether he comes across, you know, you know, the diary and, you know, the cult, you know, the protectors of the grail in Venice and, you know, the in the Middle East, you know, that eventually begins to challenge his worldview on mythology and, you know, spirituality is, you know, how important they are, you know, in terms of like as you know, like between them and rationality and like it's, you know, that you can't really discredit uh, myth much like you gotta sometimes you know you you need to have faith in order to progress in life if you don't have faith life is going to be super hard and you probably won't be able to go very far and here in the movie he learns to kind of he learns to discover that as he as he pursues the holy grail and he pursues his dad and yeah so i really love this adventure you know i love this adventure that harrison ford and i mean indiana jones goes through and yeah it's part of the, it's, this is I think I don't know it's part of the it it reminds me in a way of uh the Ad- adventures of Tintin uh books especially the ones like Tintin in Tibet where he go where Tintin is going uh through the Himalayas he's hiking through the Himalayas to find his uh, friend who you know is missing in a plane crash and in the process like it's it's pretty cool like it's not simply like, if you look at it on a deeper level, you know, it's like he's not just finding himself, not just finding his friend. He's finding himself, in a way, a lost part of himself. And it's like he's not simply, you know, fighting bad guys and everything. He's, he's you know, going after something he loves, and it's a very personal goal. And, you know, here between him and Indiana Jones, they have this, you know, going for the two of them. And, yeah, so I guess, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I re- it really reminded me of these adventures, and I really like that. You know, it's um definitely, yeah, I had a lot of fun, you know, watching this movie. You know, I really enjoyed the journey that uh, Indy goes through, which, yeah, it's pretty cool. And the interactions that he faces, you know, between different characters throughout the movie, which we'll get to shortly. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. And, of course, I you know this is something I've really been looking forward to uh, talking about. And that is uh, Dr. Elsa Schneider, played by Alison Duty. What an unfortunate name. I do think it's an unfortunate, but who cares? Who cares? Anyway, so Dr. Schneider is uh, the femme fatale in this movie, and of course, at, at first she helps Indy look for the Holy Grail, looking for uh, uh, looking for his dad, Henry Jones. But in the process, it turns out she was a Nazi sympathizer, and uh, yeah, we, I really like her in this movie. <laughs> you see, you see, she's 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 very manip- i like how manipulative she is and how um so sort of, like she's very she can feign this sort of innocence this this femininity and you you sort of fall for her very easily, but that turns out no she isn't she's a Nazi sympathizer and uh she's been uh trying to go after the after Henry's diary to find the Holy grail and uh yeah basically send it back to the Nazis and destroy you know the Joneses. <laughs> And, yeah, it's just... Yeah, she made, she was an amazing fan for Tal. And, of course, Alison Duty was really cool. I thought, that, you know, her performance in there really sold it. You know, it just... I li- I liked it. She really sold it. Um, both as a sort of, you know, friendly... Not just friendly, but also kind of, you know, very uh, attractive and lovable character who turns out to have sinister motives. So I was really sold by that. And it was amazing. And also, I like Doctor Schneider in comparison to Willy from Temple of Doom. In the last episode, I complained a lot about Willy and how she basically doesn't do anything in the movie, and she's tagging along with Indiana Jones in some uncharted territory that's in an adventure that she's not equipped to deal with, and she just does nothing but complain and whine and scream. And yeah, I just I never liked her, never, even when I first saw. Temple of Doom. When I was thirteen, I never liked her, but of course, with Doctor Schneider, however, like she's a very interesting character. Not only is she, not only is she a very capable woman, but she's got clear motivations, and she's and she's just very likable. She has a she has a really cool personality, and um, you know, and yeah, so she's miles ahead of uh, Willie, I think, in comparison between the two. So. Yeah, so definitely I like Doctor Schneider, you know, here as opposed to Willie. as opposed to Marion. However, oh man, that was very that was very tricky because I really like Marion. I think every bit as much as I do Elsa. Um, I think both of them have are very well developed, uh, really likable, and they're absolutely awesome. And yeah, so I don't know. Marion Ravenwood or uh, Dr. Schneider? Um, yeah, so I don't know. I I'm I'm out on this. I thought I think both of them are amazing. But what do you think? Uh let, let me know in the comments or send me an email, you know, with your thoughts. You know, who's better, I think? Who's your be- who's your favorite um leading lady in the Jenna Jones franchise? Now, of course, uh yeah. So Dr. Schneider, you know, definitely one of the highlights of the movie. And, of course, Indy's not the only one getting into trouble with the Nazis and going on adventures. Henry, uh, Indy's dad, Henry Jones, played by Sean Connery, is also, you know, searching for the Grail. Yeah, and, of course, you know, he's a Grail expert. And he's going searching for it, and he's been doing it for many years, but to the detriment of his relationship with his son. And, of course, after, you know, Indy rescues him, you know, there's this tension that you know, that is underlying between the two and that sort of carries over throughout the movie, and uh, yeah, so, but before I talk about that, I want to talk about Sean Connery himself, you know, like, he's a, I mean, in this movie, even, even in this movie, you know, he's like 58, 59 years old, but even in this movie, you know, he still retains this sort of stoic, um, um fearless kind of uh, attitude and, you know, aura, which I really like, you know, it's, it's really sort of, associated with him even outside his james bond uh you know appearances you know he's still it really comes naturally with him and you know playing in here with and it really does you know and it's really the case with uh, him as he played uh henry jones and yeah especially you know at times when he knows like he's i think i like how he doesn't really take into he's not really taken in by emotions you know he's more ruthless than uh, Indiana Jones. Now, I mean, yeah, Indiana Jones is is himself quite rational, but he's rational in that, you know, he's uh, sort of not, it doesn't really take mythology into account, mythology and faith into account, whereas, uh, you know, Henry is more, um, you know, keen on, uh, more open to, you know, mythology and things like that. You know, so when I say, you know, he's not given, like, but yeah, so yeah, and um yeah, so Sean Connery was really good like I mean he it's I don't know like the guy is one of the one of the best actors that have ever existed in the last I don't know hundred years now so you know like this movie is just another one of uh, another great performance by Sean Connery and he and uh, Harrison Ford had a great dynamic between the two and which really helped um you know pull, uh, the main uh, conflict in the story, which was, you know, Indy and Henry's relationship, you know, well, lack their, well, strained relationship. And of course, there's this uh, dynamic that we have, you know, between, like, you know, a strange father and son, and, you know, Henry and Indy having to learn to rediscover each other in a way and rebuilding that relationship that, you know, that they, that they, that was lost in a way. Um, you know, these, this kind of, uh, these uh, this you know these features are a thing in uh Steven Spielberg movies like they're not always but he's definitely explored them in different ways you know father son relationships they they they're there in in a way whether it's uh overtly like here in uh, whether it's the center of the movie like here in Last Crusade or in more subtle like or more subtle like in other movies I'm thinking about right now the terminal in that you know of course, the movie with Tom Hanks, you know he's the traveler and he gets stuck in New York airport and he's going to New York to you know fulfill his father's wish you know like it's 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 a pretty nice story, but you know let's not talk about that, but it goes to show you know like this is the thing that Spielberg does uh quite often in his movies anyway, yeah, I really liked it too, you know it's um they had a great dynamic, you know they 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 can. You know, there's a res- there's underlying resentment, but you know at the end that they do care about each other. You know, Indy doesn't completely hate his dad, and um, Henry isn't doesn't completely uh, and Henry of course does actually care about his son. He's not completely distant, and you know, like that they, they they help they help one another, even though although at times you know it makes for some pretty funny seeds. Okay, so um, so Henry um so there was a, in the scene you know inside the inside the castle and the head is hit by uh by a broken vase and henry's examining it he's like late 14th ming dynasty oh it breaks my heart and and, and, and indy's like and the head you hit me dad he's like i'll never forgive myself and indy's like don't worry i'm all right and henry's like thank god it's fake so you could tell with the cross sections. It's like it's it's brutal but it's also kind of funny. <laughs> it's it's a pretty funny joke. It's like oh, it's really good writing here. Like it's just Also I want to get to the writing. Um you know now now we move to the writing. Um I think the, the humor especially in the movie is 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 really cool. I think this is well, this is one of the... Out of the three Indiana Jones movies that we've seen so far, this is the movie that I like. Like the humor in this movie is, I think, the best out of the three Indiana Jones movies we've covered so far. Like, there's this scene inside a tank with, uh, you know, Henry, Henry, and uh, Marcus Brody, who's in this movie as well. Yeah, Marcus Brody is in. Uh, he's in he comes and returns as well. And he's played uh, once again by Denholm Elliott. Now the two of them are inside the Nazi tank, and of course, uh, Henry uses a pen to free himself from uh, from these, you know, you know, bad boys. And Brody uh, tells him, Henry, Henry, don't you see, the pen is mightier than the sword? <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> I I think the movie, not only is it really interesting in terms of its mystery. Not only is it interesting in its mystery and the characters are pretty fun, the characters are also really fun to watch. And the writing and the comedy is, uh, you know, really, really good. Really well done here. Another one of my favorite moments in, you know, the movie is, like, so Indy goes to Venice where he meets Elsa uh, before she outs herself, of course. And, you know, they're chasing after this uh, group of, uh, you know, this secret, uh, secret uh, cults. You know they're also guarding the Grail. Now Indy pursues one of the um, one of them, and you know they end up on this boat that's broken and it's you know about to sink, and of course it's about to be you know smashed by you know one of the propellers of another ship. And he's like, damn, where is he? And he's like, he's trying to interrogate the cult leader. And he's like, where is he? And he's like, I'm not, I'm not telling you. He's like, you know, tell him or you tell him or we're gonna die. And he's like, my soul is prepared. How is yours? You know, just that one. Not only is this, not only is this, uh, you know, pivotal because it yeah, because it makes Indy question what uh, question his worldview and what he thinks about, uh, you know, the world and spirituality, things like that. It's also, you know, this scene also became a meme of some sort because it's basically it's the kind of meme that is shown like it's like basically every catholic when he goes to confession after he comes out of confession is like you know i've come to confession he's like my soul is prepared how is yours <laughs> i mean it's a bit it's a bit exaggerated but yeah it's <laughs> but yeah it's become a meme of some sort <laughs> which is pretty cool it's, it's yeah but yeah it's, a, it's actually a very important scene in indy's you know journey as a character so it's not you know just a it's not. It's, it's not. It's much more than just a meme, you know. And yeah, so, uh, the the dialogue, you know. Actually, moving on from the dialogue. So yeah, overall, overall, um, Last Crusade is a lot better than you know, a lot better than some people make it out to be. I think personally, it's my favorite uh of the uh Indiana Jones movies. Now, yeah, Raiders of the Last Ark, you know, I, I really like this movie. I give it a ten out of ten on run not tomorrow, Rotten Tomorrow's Letterboxd.com. But Last Crusade is just more fun to watch. You know, it's more thoughtful with its mysteries and the spirituality. kind of spiritual. I'm not saying it's a Christian movie, but it's definitely touches on the sense uh, sort of spiritual side of things. You know, it's the Holy Grail. You know, it's the cup of Christ in a way. So yeah, it's um yeah, um, with uh, so it's just a more fun movie, you know. It's more thought provoking and it makes me think. And I like these kinds of movies. You know, it's like this puzzle, if you will, these mysteries, the puzzles. So yeah, they're very exciting. And yeah, also with uh, you know what I like about Last Crusade is also you know the, the Holy Grail itself, the this sort of Arthurian. Uh, legend, you know, the fact that there's this knight that's protecting the grail, and he's staying inside the cave protecting the grail until he's defeated in combat, and he's he's granted eternal life, but being eternal, living eternally, you have to also protect the grail, so it's pretty cool, I think, Um, in a way, but I don't think I can spend it, I don't think I can spend an eternity, you know, in one place, I, I don't think I can, but, you know, it's pretty interesting, and you know, one of the also the the Middle Eastern setting. I love the Middle Eastern setting, and just you know, we get this like because it's it makes for some pretty cool location shots. You know, you've got canyons and caves and mountains and cities. You know, it's it's they're really cool. It's one of those things that you know I wished Black Adam did well. I uh, did better actually. No, because Black Adam is set in this Middle Eastern country called Kandak, and you know, I'm not going to tell you much about. Like, I'm not going to go through too much about Black Adam, but the point being is the location. The location shots there are not that pretty, not that good. In fact, they're pretty boring and ugly, and just is unmemorable. It's like you know the whole place. It's like it's all grey and dusty, and there's like there's no variety in colors and you know uh, landscapes. And you know places, it's just boring. So and it really angers me because the Middle East is really is a, a beautiful region, and it's a lot more than just you know a big mass you know a bit of desert. So yeah, I I feel like yeah, it's it. The movie does take place you know a lot like in the Middle East. When they go to the Middle East, yeah, it's definitely some of it is in the desert. But even then, they make the desert look interesting. They make it look cool and you know, make it look challenging as an environment, it becomes a sort of character of its own. So that's what I like. Part of the reason why I like the Middle Eastern setting here, you know, they, they make it interesting. And, yeah, of course, you know, they, I mean, it's not all the Middle East. There's in Europe and they go to the, uh, you know, they go to Austria and they, there's this, you know, the castle where they, uh, you know, where Indy finds his dad, you know, and yeah. So, yeah definitely the locations are pretty cool like i don't know i i I just i think i'm taking up a lot of time you know i could go on and on about last crusade but i feel that before i end this episode i'm gonna say just ask okay so is it is how good is last crusade compared to raiders um i think both of them are equally good i mean they share a lot they have a lot in common you know they're both set in the middle east and they're both after a you know, a mythical a sort of judeo-christian artifact so yeah my personal favorite definitely last crusade you know it, it's it, it resonates with me on a personal and emotional level it makes me very nostalgic you know from you know my uh 13 you know my early teen years kind of stuff because when i when i saw this movie it also makes me feel nostalgic for middle east and lebanon and stuff but you know Taking the nostalgia aside, um, I think all three Indiana Jones movies are worth watching. I think this trilogy was great. You know, like it's great, even even though they're not perfect, but they're definitely, um, um, amazing. And you know, they're 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 definitely a landmark of uh, filmmaking. You know, both on a technical and you know on a performative level. So yeah, I really, really recommend you should go back to you know, revisit uh, the first Indiana Jones movies you know the three Indiana Jones movies now Kingdom of the Crystal Skull um, I don't know how like it's it's definitely we're gonna talk about it next week on ETM but uh, the show I mean Kingdom of the Crystal Skull uh, it elicits some uh, feelings among uh, people and you know and uh, I guess some people don't consider the movie Canon because they don't really like it uh personally you know i i i will talk about it more later. I'll talk about it you know next week for now, I'll just say, you know definitely go back to um you know Raiders Temple of doom, and last Crusade you know they're 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 great fun, and yeah yeah, and you might feel nostalgic uh, in the process of be warned well at least I did, <laughs> but yeah. And that concludes today's episode of Enjoyed the Movie, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you very much once again for tuning in to um, you know this show and Jonesy June. I'm having a lot of fun doing this marathon. You know, it's I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, if you haven't done so yet, you know, don't forget to follow me on Letterboxd uh, where I've got more reviews from the last four years and you know, more on the way as well. And yeah just yeah follow me on Facebook you know stay in touch stay in touch with the show you know for all news related to the show and other updates so yeah yeah thanks again for watching I mean listening (laughs) it's a podcast not a uh, not a YouTube video so thanks again for listening and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to get in touch with us then please leave a comment or go to the links in the description we're available on apple podcasts spotify wherever you get your podcasts we're there also be sure to share the podcasts with your peers and online thank you for listening enjoy the movie was hosted by tony sad the music and logo were created by clara sad enjoy the movie is created by tony sad copyright tony sad 2023